What's up, Magic fans? This is Mackenzie Thurkill of the Orlando Magic in Fox Sports, Florida, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from my favorite guys across the pond at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Geraint, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? I'm Mikey, and welcome back to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast, the weekly UK podcast covering the Orlando Magic. Uh, Today is Friday, the 17th of September, 2021. Uh, On today's episode, we'll be taking a look at the Miami Heat and Philadelphia 76ers in part three uh, of our Eastern Conference preview. Uh, We're going to have guests Dan Healy from the Miami Heat UK and we're also going to have Bobby Healy uh, who's also a a UK Sixers fan Uh, but before all of that I'm joined by my Welsh counterpart Mr Geraint Jones evening mate how are you evening mate yeah very well thank you mate glad it's Friday of course glad Uh, it's Friday Oh yeah, we yeah. won't we won't mention Cardiff in the other evening. No, let's not. Let's not. I'm sure <laughs> Rich Barrett's very happy with his Coventry City uh, beating us one 0 So uh, yeah, let's leave it at Good that. Lad. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, Paul's not going to be with us today. We're planning on doing another episode next week. Me and G still got to decide which which night we're going to record. Um, we're going to have a couple more guests on and preview a couple more of the teams from the east. Um, but hopefully the show after that, Paul will be back. So um, so a bit of magic news before we jump in with our guests, um, starting with uh, the Lakeland Magic. So the NBA G League announced uh, earlier this week, they've now released their season schedule for the new season. Uh, the Lakeland Magic will open up the season at home versus the Texas Legends, uh, which is the Dallas Mavericks affiliate. Uh, so the Magic will play a total of 48 games, if I've done my calculations correct, in the regular season. Um, and it'll be under first-year head coach Joe Bearer, um, who will be taking over from Stan Heath, who helped Lakeland win the, the G League final last year. So, G, any thoughts? I think Lakeland's going to be something we're going to be keeping our eye on a little bit more now we're, we're focusing on the development side. What, what do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, you're spot on there. And I'm sure we'll get, you know, Hank Taylor, the uh, Lakeland PA on at some point during the season just to uh, check in and uh, get a bit of an update with the Lakeland team. Uh, but interesting, you said about Joe Barra there. Um, he's uh, been an assistant for four seasons in the past. Yeah. So he's got, you know, the relationships there, uh, obviously been promoted. Um, but interestingly, the Magic um, and Lake, well, the, the Orlando Magic and the Lakeland Magic operate the same system. So what with uh, Jamal Mosley being the new coach in Orlando, uh, it looks like Joe is going to have to work closely with him just to implement the same system so that when they do uh, call players up from the G League, you know, Ignis Brzdikas, um, we'll probably get an opportunity at some point. Uh, the second two-way player hasn't been signed as yet. Um, so they need to get that system uh, running in Lakeland and Orlando. So it might just have a few teething issues, um, as most teams find when they uh, change you know, style of play. So um, it, it, we're looking forward to, to seeing what they can do. Um, but it's going to be tough. Uh, but it depends who they bring back. You know, if, if you get the likes of Devin Kennedy and a couple of the other guys who were on the championship winning team last season, then there's no reason why they, they can't, you know, get deep into the playoffs this season. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they can do uh, go back to back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, mate. Um, so away from magic news, uh, last little bit, uh, last week, NBA 2K22 dropped uh, and Mr. Jones got his hands on a next generation copy. Um, I've decided to pass on it this year. Uh, I'm just too busy, man. And I, I'm one of these. I'll play it. You know, what I'm like, I'll play it for like a month absolutely solid day in day out and then i'm like nah i'm done with this i'm on board I've, I've done my bit um so what's what's your early thoughts on the new 2k do yeah. you think it's worth the uh the upgrade from last season's game i know paul porter and and obviously all the pas and what what sort of features have, have they added to it this year yeah, well, firstly, I'm I'm a bit disappointed because um, you and I always go back and forth at each other, don't we? <laughs> we try and um, better each sort of season within uh, the my team uh, yeah. game, 
Um, so I'm not going to have somebody to compete against um, this year. But um, no, it's it's been going. I've been playing for a week now. Um, the gameplay is quality, uh, as you'd expect from 2K. Um, I'm finding it a lot more difficult with the guards to get by and drive to the basket. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more focused on you know uh, post play, uh, dumping it in, cutting, etc. So it's a bit of a learning curve, just trying to you know alter it. Um, but like you said, having Paul Porter doing the magic PA, uh, listening to his, you know, his voice, uh, it just makes it a bit more real, you know. Uh, and I am looking forward to, to playing the Los Angeles Lakers and uh, putting a beat down on them and listening to uh, Lawrence Tan- Lawrence Tanta, you know, get all depressed. So, uh, but if anybody wants to add me, um, I'm on Xbox One uh, Series X, and my tag is Magic One Two Three One, so you can catch me on uh, on there at some point. Yeah, so you won't be convincing me to buy one this year. So, we'll, well, maybe we'll see. Maybe you, plenty of you time. You can keep trying. Wait for the wait for the sale, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So before we move on, uh, just a, a quick recap. Uh, we're still running the Jalen Suggs jersey giveaway. Um, so again, uh, our friends from the NBA Store Europe and Fanatics are giving away a, a Jalen Suggs jer- jersey to, to one lucky winner. All you need to do is two things. Subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and comment on our episode looking at the 2021-22 season schedule. Uh, telling us which Magic player you're most looking forward to watching. As soon as you've done those two things, you'll be added to the draw. When we hit 500 followers, we'll be doing the prize draw on a future episode for that Suggs jersey. We welcome in our first guest, Mr. Dan Healy from the Miami Heat UK. Evening, Dan. How are you, mate? How you doing, guys? How are you? Are you good? Very well, thank you, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Uh, good no- stuff. Great stuff. Thank you very much for inviting me on. Um, absolutely honoured to be on. The uh, the best the award winning penny for your faults <laughs> best podcast in the UK NBA game so uh, thank you for having me on guys nice one no you're welcome mate and it's uh, nice to have a fellow scouser another red man on the podcast just to wind Mr G up <laughs> always a good thing whenever you wind it up G is always a good thing exactly. so yes I'm here for uh, that. that that Milan game was pretty special the other night that was good stuff when it always is when we when we meet when we meet Milan so um, yeah good fun absolutely. So, Dan, for our listeners, can you tell us a bit about yourself, um, how you became a Heat fan and and how you started the Miami Heat UK and, and all the stuff you do do with that, mate? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, it's a story I've told many times, so apologies if you've heard this before. <laughs> but um, my NBA fandom just came literally out of nowhere on the back of about six years ago, I think it was now, um, my brother just very loosely saying that he was going to get involved in it um, and he thought it would be a sport I would enjoy because he knows I live and breathe sports, all the sports over here, whether it be football or cricket or golf or Formula One. Yeah, I've, I, anything with a leaderboard and, a, and a, a fixture list, I've always been all over it. And so, But I've never really took my um, sort of that, that fandom into the American sports scene, which I find really strange now. I almost find it's incredible. I don't know why I never really got involved in it. But So my younger brother, Bobby, he said he was going to, he was going to get get involved in it. It was on the eve of the 2015 season, I think it was. And I said, okay, yeah, I'll give it a go. He said, look, it's a quick sport. It's easy to get to grips with. Um, I think it's something you'll enjoy, fast-paced, you know, give it a go. I went, great stuff. I went, so who are you following? And back in these days when, again, he'd really had no following or anything, he just picked a team literally because he had been there. He said, I'm going to be an Orlando Magic fan. So I said, okay, right. Me knowing nothing about NBA, I think, before that day, if you would have told me to name five NBA teams, I probably could have done, but maybe would have struggled. I would have. It was that. That was what you know I'm dealing with. So, but I had heard of the Miami Heat. So I said, okay, if you're going to be Orlando, I'm going to keep it in state, and I'm going to support Miami. Great stuff. So uh, off we went. First game, Heat played Orlando. Orlando is, is off and away. Uh, we've had two teams. We often start the season playing against each other. Um, from that game onwards, we did win that game and it was uh, it was like an instant love affair I loved it I just uh, from that moment onwards the free trial on NBA pass was immediately upgraded I was looking into now this new team that I was supporting and wanted to know all about their history I wanted to start buying some jerseys I just it was just instant the click was just you know a marriage made in heaven so um, yeah since then barely missed a game um, live and breathe it and uh, 
Bobby has since um, moved over to another team. I think it took him about half a season to realise, hmm, I might have jumped into this a little bit too soon. So he'd done a bit of research and he actually, similar sort of thing, he went on holiday to New York, took a day trip out to Philadelphia, saw their sports complex and he thought, right, this is a bit of me. So he's been a Sixers fan ever since then. But yeah, that was really how we started. I picked a team really based on in-state sibling rivalry. So, uh, and it's been, it's been a great journey ever since. And then obviously starting this account, I've been doing this for two and a half years now. And that was thanks to your very own, Grant Jones. He just said, look, me and him had a bit of banter on my personal account, which I don't even use anymore, really. But we was backwards <laughs> and forwards as we did. Miami and Orlando, a bit of banter going back. So and he just DM me one day and said, look, you know, there's only a couple of fan accounts at that point. I think there was yourselves. I think there was Lakers. I think that Naif had just started the Boston Brit. Um, so that was about it. And he said, look, you know, you know your stuff. You're passionate about your team. Get involved with, uh, with starting an account. And I thought about it for a little while and I thought, yeah, you know what? Why not? Let's give it a go. And uh, I have to say, it's probably the best thing I ever did. Just love being part of this community. Love following the team. Just love doing what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, it's been a great journey. You can buy me a beer at the next NBA UK fan <laughs> watch party, mate. <laughs> Without a doubt, mate. Without a doubt. We'll do. We'll do. I would have done so anyway. You know that. I know that, mate. I know that. <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, how do you feel the uh, heat off season went? Take us through it, mate. Yeah, I'm um I'm delighted with what the Heat done this off season. Um, I think that if I was to grade it, I would give it a solid A. I still have my concerns. I'll come on to them in a minute, but I think that this team we did exactly what was needed. We needed um, you know, the two glaring things. Well, three glaring things. For um, I think the two priority of the uh, things we needed to address this season was to get a proper power forwards. Jay Crowder left, done an incredible job for us um, and we've never really been able to replace him. Trevor Ariza done a decent job. Iguodala's not getting any younger. So we needed that that spot filled and with PJ Tucker and Markeith Morris. Oh, Markeith Morris is going to be difficult trying to support Markeith Morris. I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of the Morris brothers, but um, from a playing point of view, I think he hits the heat culture really well and PJ Tucker is a great pickup for us again. Uh, lots of experience. Um, that's a plug and play into this team without a doubt. And most importantly, um, I know me and you haven't agreed on this, G, but Carl uh, um, Lowry coming in, I think, is exactly what the, what the Heat needed. I was banging that jump for a long time. Um, yes, uh, an ageing player, but another NBA champion, somebody that the Heat really need. No no disrespect whatsoever to the legend that is Goran Drag- Dragic, but um, a true point guard, a ball-handling point guard, somebody that will be able to bring Bam's game along uh, incredibly as well. Uh, we haven't had that for many years, so um, I'm delighted with the acquisition of, uh, of of Cole Lowry, along with PJ Tucker, along with Markeith Morris. Um, I think that that's exactly what the Heat needed to address, and we did. So, yes, I'm very pleased. Yeah. So, who's your next jersey out of interest with all those players? Oh, wow. Do you know what? Um, I still, I'm quite embarrassed to say, but I, I still haven't got a Bam jersey. So, that's going to be addressed um, first and foremost. After that, yeah, I mean, pick pick who it is. It's got. I suppose it's got to be Kyle. But I could, I could, I still want a Duncan Robinson one. I still need a Tyler Harrow one. I've got so many Wade jerseys. I've got to let that go now. I've got so many Wade jerseys. And I've only got, I've only got one Jimmy Butler jersey. Uh, I've got a couple of Chris Bosh jerseys. I've got a LeBron jersey. So I need to let go of the past and start back in this team now and starting to, to get these. But um, yeah, you know me. I'm always, uh, I'm, always, I'm a jersey fanatic, a bit like you guys are. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll pick up several. Um, but yeah, I think Bam's got to be addressed. I'm quite embarrassed about that. Yeah, I think Bams might be the only player that I like on Miami. But, um, <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not, I don't think there's anybody that's got a bad word to say about Bams. So, um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing to seeing him um, improve this year. I think he's going to take another leap with Cole behind him. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things that did loosely just come onto it there. That there's a couple of things that I'm not particularly well, not not happy about, but I've got my concerns about, um, and the fact that Bam and Dwayne Debman being really one of our only. Well, they're only, our only bigs, really. We've got we're a small team, and that concerned me last year. And we got bullied last year quite a lot. It happened in the finals when we got through to, into the bubble as well. To the bubble finals, we got bullied once we came up against the Lakers because we weren't we just weren't big enough. And um, that's my still my main concern is that uh, we need a bit of size in there. So uh, we'll see what happens. But from the rest of the point of view, as I said, not only just what we brought in, but who we've kept as well. I think that's really got to be. Um, got to be highlighted because I think that when we was being pitched for getting Cole Lowry in and, and these sort of players, I don't think people would have thought that you would have kept hold of Tyler Harrow or Duncan Robinson in that trade. I thought that one of them would probably have had to go. 
Um, and we've managed to keep both. We've got Duncan Robinson signed up for another three, four years now on um, a hefty contract, but one that I think is 100% earned. So I'm delighted for him. Um, and Tyler Harrow still now we're earning only four odd million. Um, he's gonna he's gonna take another another leap this year. So still to have him on the team uh, is exciting. So I think the the A grade I gave is not just about who we brought in, but who we managed to keep around as well. That leads perfectly onto one of my questions. I'm gonna flip them around in a different order. But uh, so talking about Tyler Hero, who's entering his third season. I know the Heat have just picked up his his team option, so he's gonna be a restricted free agent in uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw a picture from him the other day. He looked absolutely chiselled with his off-season yeah. training and everything. What are you expecting from him this season? Yeah, Tyler Harrow gets a real... It, it, it gets a bad rep, really, on Twitter because people have sort of... And I, I sort of blame the heat a little bit of this as well. They've, they've built him up. Because he came over with this sort of... He's got this sort of flamboyant swagger about him. He's got this air of confidence. He's got his Instagram girlfriend and all the rest of it. And this sort of... Almost like this young... 20 year old like almost like a rock style sort of lifestyle and people have loved that and he came in on his debut season he was electric you know we saw him you know everyone knew he was a sniper anyway but he showed that he had a lot more to his game his run during the bubble was incredible and we thought that he was going to jump onto a new level again uh, last year and it didn't really happen if anything probably slightly regressed but I think that he, he gets a bad rep because he get, he's got built up so quickly before he's yeah. been allowed to develop. And the heat as well, you know, with all, all these Tyler Tuesdays and all the, bringing out his range of merch six months into <laughs> him being a heat player, I think the expectation has got ahead of him. And yeah. now I think he's got a point to prove. And he said that there was a lot of rumours that he wasn't going to be on the heat this, uh, this year. I think one of our market leaders... Um, in terms of content providing, said that there was a 75% chance that Tyler Herrera would not be on the heat this year, and he is. Um, he sort of said from you know from the outset um, that he wasn't going to listen to any of the noise. He was going to get in the gym. He's got a lot to prove this year, and um, you know you look at the images, uh, and yeah, he's 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 got in the gym. All right, blimey, he's put yeah. on some he's put on some pounds. He's looking chiselled, as you say. So uh, I think that the fact now that we've got Kyle in. He hasn't got to worry about being that primary ball handler because he started the season last year as our point guard, our starting point guard. That um, that experiment didn't work at all and it knocked his confidence a little bit. Um, so now he can just come off the bench. He only really got to worry about doing what he does best and that's scoring. Um, I'm really excited to see what Tyler Herrera does this year massively. Awesome, cool. Um, you, you've picked up on it. You acquired one of the biggest villains in the NBA as you've mentioned, in uh, Kyle Lowry. And you've got a lot of money tied into him, 83 million over three seasons, I believe. Um, and he's going to be 38 by the time his third year finishes, along with Jimmy Butler, who, again, has had a lot of money thrown his way, five years. Um, and you'd be paying him 50 million when yeah. he's, what, 37, 38? Um, are you slightly concerned, given how hamstrung you're going to be against the salary cap, Um you know, in the future, um, as the guys get older, and given the potential, you know, of not maybe winning in the next two, three seasons uh, with the Nets roster uh, and perhaps, you know, other teams. Who I <laughs> yes, it's, um, it's a fair argument and I get it, <laughs> but I don't know what um, people would have expected us to do. Look, this team was the absolute epiphany of mediocre, even that was maybe being generous to what this team was two years ago before Butler came in. Our best player was probably Josh Richardson, for example. Nothing, no disrespect to you, Josh. Um, but that this team was just, that's who we were. We was, we was a middle-of-the-road team. And then we got our superstar out of nowhere. If you get a superstar, I call him a superstar. Other people might not go that far. Um, what he brings to this team, he's not the best in terms of ability. People will say he's not a, ten, a top 10 player, maybe not even a top 15 player. Um, but... In terms of what he brings to this team, there is no better player that we could ask for. He is our leader. He is our star. He's our alpha. He gets everybody off the same, singing on the same page. He doesn't mind ruffling some feathers. He's been a, a match made in heaven. So what you can't do is you can't moan that your team has got no stars. Then get a star. He re, he he's almost single-handedly brings you to the finals in year one and then moan that you've got to pay that star. So, you know, that, that that you can't have it like that. You know, NBA fans just sort of, they, they get spoiled in the fact that they look at the yeah. numbers too much. Look, don't get me wrong. Yeah, the numbers are big. 
that, but that that what what's the option? We we didn't do it, and then what are we? We're, we're we're a lottery team again, you know, because we've lost our star. You don't give up a Jimmy Butler, especially when you're on the Miami Heat. Who you know, as I said, he's he's perfect for Carl Lowry. I get it a little bit more. Um, the only thing with both of these players, Carl and more Jimmy, is the age doesn't really bother me. It's a number to them players because they keep themselves in such incredible shape. I mean, Jimmy Butler's a 32, 30, 32 year old lad now. Um, just turned, I think, his birthday the other day. He's still, in my opinion, he's a 27, 28-year-old in terms of fitness, physique, uh, and what he can bring in terms of ability. So the age doesn't bother me. The numbers do, of course, because they're eye-watering. There's no getting away of it. Yeah. 50-odd million in uh, in a couple of years' time. Cole Lowry, 38 million, etc. Um, but we've got to, again, we had to bring this in line with Jimmy's timeline. This is what it's all about. There's no point bringing up players that are just going to develop because we've got two or three years of Jimmy at being at his best. Um, so we need to bring in the players like that we think that can do a job right now. And that's what we've done. There's no there's no counter arguments that Cole Lowry, PJ Tucker, Marquise Morris are exactly the sort of players that Jimmy Butler wants in this team. They're dogs, they're fighters. All they care about is winning. They're NBA champions, all three of those. They're NBA champions. So it's no secret to what we've done. We've done it for now. The window is two, three years um, that's what we've had to ride with. And if, if it doesn't work out, okay, we're not going to be competitive for a year or so and we start again. But um, that's the that's the tragedy of the of the max contracts. Yeah. And we, and we know the Heat like their conditioning and, and the players got to reach a certain body fat level and all that sort of stuff. How's PJ Tucker and Kyle Lowry going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle's got to do something about that booty, isn't he? Definitely. Um, yeah, no, look... Um, I think that they they will get, they will get in shape. I don't think it's any secret that yeah that you know Miami he had this sort of con- culture and concept of being in the best condition, nastiest, hardest working, rah rah rah, all the rest of it. Um, and I think that it's the mentality that will get them in that shape um, because, as I said, that, that, that it's not just the players we bought that will fit in the positions. It's all about the the culture fit and the mentality of those players. Um, and that's why I've got no concerns about them them getting up to speed in that sense because. They're all on that page. Their mantra is to win. Nothing else matters. Yeah. So what's a successful season look like for the Heat this year? Because I think you're in that tier below the yep. Bucks and, and the Nets. I agree. But- I think that... Um, I don't think anybody... I, I, I think that you've got to look at it. Even the most biased Heat fan might say, look, you could maybe run, you could maybe make a run at trying to get that two seed. But I think realistically, you've got to say, yeah, I totally agree with what you just said, Mikey. You've got Nets and Bucks that are that tier above. After yeah. that, it is a bit of a free throw. I think you're looking at Heat, Sixers, um, uh, Boston. Um, Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Atlanta. Uh, that's probably it until there's maybe another drop-off. Um, who, sorry? Yeah, I said Philly. Did I? I think I said Philly. Yeah, Philly. Um, Orlando. I think. Yeah, I think there's. Oh, you said Philly. My bad. I think that's a that, that's going to be the jostle for for three, four, five, six. I think that a disappointment will be anything outside the top four. I think the Heat would be really disappointed with that because um, you know last season didn't go to plan. Really, we uh, if we would have got that four seed, we might have looked at a lot better season. But to only end up in fifth, then end up with the Bucks first round um, made things very difficult. Um, I think that really it's going to be the same again. You've got to really look to get that top four seed. I think the I think topping out, I think really a three seed would be maybe the best the Heat can ask for this season, and I'd be happy with that. Going forward, well, I would look at a successful season as the Eastern Conference Finals. I think you'd have to. Um, anything anything less than that is a any, failure. Anything isn't less it? than that, it probably is. I mean, a second round exit. I suppose it depends who you come up against and the way you go out as everything like this. But I think, you know, th- this team, as I said, we've got a short window here. This has been done purposely mm. to in line with Jimmy Butler's with window. We've got two or three years at this and then that's it. Um, so the earlier, the better. I think, um, yeah, I think Eastern Conference Finals will be looking at a successful season. But we shall see. You didn't mention um, the Chicago Bulls there. We had Jimmy Zinker on the uh, other day. Uh, how do you see the Bulls faring this season? Just want to get your opinion on that. Yeah, the Bulls are going to be um, the most exciting, fun watch across the NBA this year. I'm really, really excited. I agree with what Jimmy said. I think they've had an A-plus uh, window. Um, too many years of being outside the playoffs. I think they've got to get in the playoffs this year, and they will get in the playoffs this year, in my opinion. But um, Zach Levine, uh, Vooch, um, DeRozan, Lonzo, Derek Jones Jr., I think that's a really fun team. They're a bit like the Pelicans of a year or so ago when Zion first came in and they had this young 
you know, run of players, but they're a bit more mature than that. So I think that they're going to be fun. Um, they're not going to finish top four like Jimmy maybe said that they would because um, I don't know who's making stops on that team. Um, but they're going to be really fun. They're going to be really, really fun. I think they will finish uh, playoffs. Personally, I think you've got that that top five, six really locked in. I don't see them breaking that. I think really that they're probably looking at, at best, maybe six, probably more more realistically, probably be a top seven finish. Remember, they've got Vucevic. You know how uh, Vucevic has his way with the Miami Heat. So uh, Yeah, this is true. This is very you, true. You yeah, never do true. know. You never do know. No, that's it. Uh, yeah. So go back, going back to your team now. So we've been seeing that former Magic favourite Victor Oladipo is ahead of schedule on his recovery from his quad injury uh, that saw him go down after four games this season. Um, suggestions we've read that he could be hoping uh, to play a game by December. Uh, he comes back... What can he bring to the Miami Heat? Um, Victor Oladipo, I was sweating on this year because this team, as much as I've enjoyed what we've done, and I think we've done brilliantly, as I've just highlighted, my concern, apart from size, which I've also highlighted, I think that the only thing that I don't, I think is going to be our issue this year, probably our biggest Achilles heel, is going to be our scoring depth. You know, if you, you, you we've got players that can score, but. You know, you're relying on Bam, Jimmy, Kyle really getting in the 20s, Duncan pitching in with his standard 15 or so, Tyler Hero maybe the same. Um, defensively, we're going to be good, but I can see this team struggling to get to 100 points quite a lot this season. So Victor Oladipo coming back and offering that scoring punch um, was really, really big, huge move. I mean, it's as low risk as you can get, a Vets minimum deal or minimum deal, whatever he's on. Um, yeah, it's it's such a shame what, what happened to him because... He was just starting to look good. Took a couple of games just running up to scratch. And then by, in fact, in that fourth game, he was having his best game. He was looking great. He was dunking. He was looking on fire. He was scoring and then suddenly went down. Um, so to bring him back, I think is huge. I think it's something that's really, really what the Heat needed. Um, so I'm thrilled we've got him back. I think December might be pushing it. Um, I think it might more, more likely be sort of somewhere in the middle of January. But um, I'd rather wait. Get get it get it right, yeah. and then because he's going to be huge in the playoffs. Because if we can if we can get Vic coming off the bench, um, getting anywhere near back to that all star level that he was at, even if he's a seventy five percent Vic, that's that's big. That's that's maybe game changing for us. Um, so um, yeah, really really hoping he yeah, takes his time, gets it everything right. We don't want to see him go down again. Not for nobody wants to see a good player go down again. So um, yeah. hopefully he can um, he can get on track and and be a really really pivotal player for us. Yeah. Some good insight. Anyway, right, let's finish with a bit of uh, heat trivia, shall we? Okay. So, something a bit different. We haven't done this before. So, we're going to play Who's That Journeyman? So, I'm going to give you a player and I'm going to tell you the teams he played for and you're going to tell me which player that is. Okay. So, I can't promise if it's anything before six hey, years ago that it's going to so be any good. I'm going to give you one each. <laughs> e- I'm going to give you one each. I'll and do my best. These two players were on the Heat roster last season. Okay. So we're going to start with that. So I'll, I'll let Dan f- pick one or two, and then you can have have a stab at who you think it might okay. be. Let's let's go with one. One. Okay. So they played. They started their career with the Warriors. They went to the Sixers, the Magic, the Spurs, the Hawks, the Kings, the Hawks again, and oh, then yeah. the Heat. Uh, um, it's one of two players. Oh, God. I'm going to say, oh, it's, I think it's either Dwayne Dedman or Trevor Ariza, and no, I'm going to go sp- Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, you're spot on. Correct. Yes. Yeah, good lad. So, nice. So well done, G-, G is left for number two. Has uh, he played for the Magic? No, th- no. this is a player that was on the Heat roster okay. last season. Okay. All right? okay. So, Knicks, Magic, Lakers, Rockets, Hornets. Trevor Reza. Yeah, there you go. That was the... That was too easy for you. Right. I've got one more. <laughs> you can work on this one together. Okay. Uh, this, okay. Is a, this is a bit of a throwback player. Okay. So it might be before Dan's time, yeah. but we'll see if you can get it. So they started in Toronto, Denver, Utah, Detroit, Orlando, Miami, and Boston. Is it Shaq? No. No. Toronto, Denver, Utah. Oh, yeah, Toronto, Detroit. of course not. Oh my Go gosh, Mikey. 
Well, hang on, hang on a second. I need to have a think about this. I, um, I thought I'd throw a little, a little more difficult one in there. Do you want me to name them again? I, I've written them down here, but yeah, okay. you can do it for the listeners. Yeah. So, so Raptors, Nuggets, Jazz, Pistons, Magic, Heat, and the Celtics. Oh my gosh! Can you give us the years or something? That's very difficult. Okay, so he he was on the Magic roster from 2005 to 2008. And he played 72 games for the Heat in 2009-10. No chance for me. (laughs) Jesus. Oh my, that is so difficult. Um, You'll know it as soon as I give you the answer. You'll be like, ah. Can you give me his college or something? Uh, he went to. He went to Florida International University. Florida International. It's not Carlos oh, Arroyo. I've got him stumped. Like put him out of his misery, Mike. I'll put you out of your misery. You ready? Carlos Arroyo. Did I just say that two seconds ago? Did you? Yeah, literally just two seconds ago. I, I, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear you either. Nah, nah, I didn't hear it. He's making it up. Saving face. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Awesome. Oh, well done. There we go. So there's a bit of heat trivia for you. So awesome. Dan, we really appreciate you coming on, mate. Thank you for joining us. It's been uh, a long time to uh, to get you on. Yes. So uh, thank you for joining us. Um, just so you can give us a little plug, where can our listeners hear you and and what you do yeah thanks very much guys honestly um great to be on your show um massive massive fan of what you guys do best uh, fan account in the nba uk community in my opinion and uh, continue to do what you're doing um for me personally i'm at uh, at the miami heat uk across all social media that's um twitter instagram facebook etc i'm most uh, responsive on twitter we've got a youtube channel as well which we're trying to get up and running we've got lots coming to that that's uh, miami heat uk tv um just sort of getting going last year with that, but got more content coming uh, for it. So uh, if, you, if you're interested, go and subscribe to that. And then we've got our website as well, which is MiamiHeatUK.com. And of course, our own podcast, which is Heating Up the UK, which is available across all podcast platforms. Give that a listen as well. We're, um, we're, 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 we're you know, we're, we're unbiased Heat fans. We, we, we call it as it is. But uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. So um, come give us a follow and we'll, we'll chat. We'll chat NBA. Oh, we have some good banter and yeah, the, the, the content that you churn out, Dan, is second to none for me. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, please do check it Appreciate out. Appreciate that, mate. Thank you. Okay. And now we're joined by uh, UK Sixers fan, Bobby Healy. Uh, Bobby, thanks for coming on, mate. No problem at all. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. Um, so for our listeners who, who don't follow you, who don't know you, can you tell us a bit about yourself, uh, how you became a Sixers fan? Um, and can you tell us a bit about your like your Twitter account and stuff like that? Before we say that, we've already had your brother on covering the Miami Heat, who, who's already given the game away that you're actually a Magic fan, and then decided to uh, to, to to swap teams and uh, join the enemy, join one of the. Uh... First off, I'm sorry you had to have your brother on. <laughs> second off, I can't believe he's done me like that. No, it's um, yeah. I mean, I actually got into. Uh, basketball I went to go and see the London Lions um okay. my work were offering tickets and I was like oh sounds like a fun free Friday night I think it was so we went down there and uh, I loved the game like I really loved it I knew nothing about it apart from the ball's got to go in the basket that's all I knew um and from there it was like oh oh I'll see what the NBA is and it was just a quick google and I realized that this NBA pass existed and it was I think at the time like six pounds a month or something to follow a team and from there thanks to my brother for saying this <laughs> I picked Orlando because I was like hey I've been to Orlando more times than I've been anywhere else in the US so, I mean Durant knows how much I love Orlando and it was like that's an easy choice um, Bobby can I just stop you there can, do you recognize this jersey I do recognize that jersey <laughs> I do. that's the one that I bought so I'm glad I'm glad it's being worn anyway absolutely um, mate thank you very much for that no problem at all no problem so it was um yeah and I mean I followed it on and off and then I think the season finished and then um I was actually going out to New York 
um for a holiday and i was like trying to get nick's tickets and they were just so so expensive so i was like when we realized that part of our trip was to go to philadelphia for the day we always wanted to check out philadelphia um and the tickets there that was in the pro in the process so the tickets were i think it was against detroit and the tickets were ten dollars each um so i was like there you go that's a cheap way to go and see an nba game and then it was just like i kind of fell in love with the city i kind of fell in love with the the Sixers really, I like, it was the only NBA game I'd ever been to. Um, so from there, I kind of turned my back on the Orlando Magic. I'm so sorry. It's outrageous, that <laughs> this is. This is awkward. <laughs> what an awkward start. To the, to the, um, but no, it was just like, I just, I remember saying to my brother, I was like, look, I've just, this is the first NBA game I've seen. I've, it was a great atmosphere. And I was like, I'm just going to have to stick with a team that I've seen. And then it was, yeah, from there, it was, I fell in love and it went, from just kind of a passing interest in basketball to full on just obsessed with it. And um, yeah, it's been sixes ever since. So, so have you have you been back to Philly since? Yeah, I've been back, I think been back twice now. Um, went back with my wife. Um, she loved that. Really, really glad that we took another trip out there. Um, and then I actually went with my brother, Dan. We, got, we went out there for, it was a free game homestand, but we were actually playing Miami at that time. So we were like, oh, that's perfect. We'll go and do that. And um, they were up by about 30 at halftime. I wasn't talking. I wasn't saying a word. I was like, I've flown all this way and we're being blown out. And we actually made we actually made a comeback and we won. And then it swapped roles. So my brother didn't talk for the rest of the night. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously haven't been able to get out there because of the world lately. So as soon as we can, hopefully we'll be able to get out there and, and go and see some more, some more Sixers basketball. Good man. But, um, yeah. It's been a so what season? So what season was that you uh, you saw the Heat and the Sixers? Was that when Markel was a Sixer? Or no, I don't believe... Oh, is that I, more recent? No, I think he was, but I think he was injured. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy now. Easy now. Sorry about that. No, he was going through. I think it was he was on the the team, but he obviously quite quickly got withdrawn for injury. Um, so he didn't play. Um, but we actually went back later on that season to Miami to watch the same games, but in Miami. Um, and that was actually the last game Fultz played for us. He took that, I don't know if you remember, but he took the free throw and it, his shoulder went again and he never played for us. I don't think, I think that was the last, last action that he took in, in a Sixers shirt. So yeah, that was, that was been 2018, oh, I think. Interesting. 2018, I think. So yeah. 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 Okay. So going back to, so, so now let's, Take it up to more recent times. So Ben Simmons is off season. Does he suit up in a Philadelphia 76er uniform for you, given what's happened, or has he burned his bridges? Um, I think he starts the season with us, just because I think. Listen, he's under contract, and he's under contract for a long time. And I think Daryl Morey's been quite patient. Nothing's really going. You know, his trade value's as low as it's ever been. Hmm. No one's really biting. I know there's a lot of in the um in the press about um he's um he's trade value and you know Daryl's asking for the sky for him and stuff like that, which I think is fine. It's I think that's gonna happen right now. We're in no panic to trade him. So I think in answer to your question, I think he does start the season as a sixer unless someone gets injured and someone panic trades for him or something like that that might maybe push it before the season. But do I think he finishes the season as a sixer? I'm, I think that's done. I really, really do. I don't think he's, um, I think he's, you know, the way things are going at the minute, it's getting nastier and nastier every week. So no, I don't think he will finish the season as a sixer. What What do you think the uh, Philly can get for him in return if, if they're going to trade him, which looks pretty likely. Um, I, I, I Before we jumped on, I had a quick look on, I did a quick Google search and looked at the latest rumours and true hoop. Uh, suggested a couple of days ago that Indiana might actually be another suitable trade partner, possibly looking at somebody like TJ Warren and Malcolm uh, Brogdon as part of the package in return. Do you think something like that's realistic? I mean, the Sixers need to do something to stay competitive, don't they, in, in the East? Yeah, I think, listen, we all, as Sixers fans, as anyone else, we dream of your... your um your Bradley Bills and your Damian Lillard. Truth is, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Both players look like they're going to stay put. Um, and also, you know, we offer Ben Simmons for James Harden and that everyone said that was the best offer that could possibly happen and they didn't take it. So yeah. um, I think if you can't get 
an all-star type of player back. I would rather see a trade like that where we could get a couple of very, very good... You know, I think Brogdon's a borderline all-star. I don't think he is an all-star. Um, and worrying, we know what he can do. Okay, he's had his injury problems, but we know what he can do. So that's, to me, if you're not going to get your all-star superstar, which I don't think is going to happen, then yeah, something like that, I'd be really happy with. I think a couple of very good players suits the Sixers, in my opinion. Yeah. So... Yeah, and I think that's more realistic. And somebody like TJ Warren is capable of putting up points. So he'd be a good sort yeah. of complimentary piece next to Embiid. But Yeah, and I mean, next to Embiid, you want, you know, if you're getting rid of Ben because he can't shoot and he can't, doesn't fit in the team, then Brogdon and TJ Warren are, are scorers. So you can't really ask for much more, um, like I said, outside of a superstar. So I would take it. I mean, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so your head coach is a, an ex-Orlando Magic head coach, Mr. Doc Rivers. So are you confident that Doc Rivers is the man to get the Sixers over the top in Eastern Conference? Um, how would you evaluate his first season at the um, Oh, It's a tricky one. He, as, a, as, a, as a person, I think he's the first coach that's kind of come in since obviously I've been following the Sixers that holds the team accountable. I think the players like playing for him. I think the players like him. Um, as a coach, I've... I think his flaws are there for everyone to see. I think his rotations are extremely questionable. I think it was a, a tale of two seasons for us last year. You know, we we were the first seed. Yes, okay, it was a strange season, and yeah, there was injuries and stuff like that. But we were good, and we were the most consistent team in the East throughout last season, and we played well. And I think the difference is, is throughout that whole season, Doc's rotations were questionable, but in the regular season, it it doesn't show up as much. Hmm. So it was kind of like. I, this is an awful lineup, but we're not playing a team that's really trying that hard against us, so it doesn't get shown. The minute the the playoffs started, those flaws that you know Doc just doesn't change things up and is slow to react and stuff like that, it it all came to light. Now it's not just his fault. We all know that the players are equally responsible, um, but I think I, I I think he was a lucky man at the end of last season because the way what the way we went out wasn't wasn't acceptable. But I didn't want to see him go. I, I felt like he deserved another season, another full season with us. So he's got this season. I, I haven't made my mind up whether I think he's the coach to get there. He's the man. I think I believe he's a good man. I think he's a real, well-respected man, whether he's the coach to get us there. We'll see this season, I guess. So what's a yeah. successful season for Philly this year? Oh, it's a difficult one because... Conference all, finals. I mean, and we had the same sort of conversation with, with Dan about the Heat conference finals for them. Surely, as anything short of that's probably a failure. Do you think you could say the same for Philly? I think so. I think um, I want to see us get past second round because we're just a second round team. That's all we've been. Yeah. And I think we've got the talent too. I think going back to it, I think it just hinges on what happens with Ben, I guess. Like, you know. He's obviously, like I said earlier, I think he's going to start on the Sixers, but whether his head's in the game, whether he really wants to be there, whether he's actually going to play, I don't know. Um, even with, if, if, say, Ben just sat and still up not playing, we're still a good team. I still think we're a playoff team, but we're certainly not. I don't think Embiid can carry and, and Tobias can carry us past the second round. I really don't. Mm. So if we make a good trade, then yeah, the dream is conference finals. Obviously, we dream of the the finals, but conference finals would just be progress I'd, I would love to see us just get past that second round that would be a good feeling for me that would be a, a good season given the turbulent off season that we're having so far are you expecting a jump from any of the young players Tyrese Maxey I think Maxey's our brightest prospect I mean rumours are that he could be traded if something happens with Ben I guess that would only be if it was for someone like Bill or someone like Lillard which again I don't think it's going to happen. So Max is the most exciting, but I actually think Matisse Thibel is, for, for me, yeah. he's taken a massive step up and he's so, okay, offensively, he's not great, but I think he's more important to us this season going in. He's improved every season and he's, you know, he's an all, I think he was, was he an all-team defence last year? I think he was or second team. I think team. he was, yeah. Yeah, he's he's vital to us. Like he really is. He's gone from a player that was just kind of like, oh, he could be, He's a menace on defence and now suddenly he's he's vital to us. So Max is the kind of exciting player in the sense that he's 
he can make things happen. He can, you know, he, he working on his offensive game. He can create his own shot and so on and so forth. And that's what the Sixers so badly need. Um, but I wouldn't. I don't expect him to take a huge jump this year. I think just some more minutes would do him some good. So Thibault is the one I would say that he's really good, and I want to see him. I think if he can take another step up, we'll be an even better team. So we're, we're going to finish with a bit of Sixers trivia for you then, Bobby. All right, it's nothing too difficult. I've got the difficult one for for Geraint at the end. <laughs> so I'm so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a player, and I'm going to tell you the teams that he's played for. So we're going to play who's that journeyman. So I'm going to tell you the teams he's played for, and you're going to tell me who you think that player is. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the the easier one to begin with. So we're going to, so he started his career with the Bucks. He then played for the Magic before moving on to the Pistons, Clippers and the Sixers. Okay. Mr. Tobias Harris. There you go. I said it was easy. <laughs> At least okay. I got one right. That's okay. <laughs> now I feel good. <laughs> and then we'll see if you get this one. I'm going to leave the more difficult one for you at the NG. Um, and, and then this player, it, so he started his career with the Rockets went to the Magic, the Nuggets, and the Sixers. Ooh. So say that again. So what teams was it again? So the me? Rockets, the Magic, the Nuggets, and the Sixers. Uh, Niang? No. No. Have another okay. guess. Do you, do you want me to give you a clue? Go on. This is a Magic podcast, so there might be a link... Well, there is obviously a link because he played for the Magic. <laughs> and he's on our roster now? He was on your roster last season. Right. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm having a blank. Magic Love. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't. I was I'm thinking. Not going to lie, Scott, I'm struggling as well. I think he's played for the Magic. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. No. <sighs> no, he's not he played for the Magic, mate. Rockets. Rocket. Magic. Good Come sixes. Do you want last year? Last year. On the sixes. I know Dwight Howard, but he's not that's not him. Um It was George Hill. Who else was there on that? <laughs> tell you the roster. Tell me the, tell me the roster, mate. All right. This is <laughs> this is why it's difficult. He played two games for Philly last season. Oh goodness. Oh, I know who it is. I know who it is. Gary Clark. It's Gary Clark. Blimey. <laughs> yeah. Mikey's cousin. That was, I'd forgotten he was even there. There you so go. There you go. And he only played two games for Denver as well. And wasn't he right. a two-way contract as well for Philly? Quite possibly. Would, possibly. Yeah, he was. That, that amount of time. But, yeah, uh, definitely. Okay. There you go. That, 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 that was, was a bit a harder then. <laughs> okay, right. Here's, so... We'll finish. Well, God help me if, if you've given him that one. God help me, mate. So there's no magic connection this one, G. This is another oh. throwback. All right. Oh no. <laughs> you might get it. We'll see. So he started his career with Seattle. See, hang on. What year? Oh, uh, well, we we might get to that later. So he started his career okay. with Seattle, Philadelphia, and Cleveland. And that was it. That's it. That's your lot. Seattle, Philadelphia, and Cleveland. This might be going back. This is going back. I don't. I don't know if it's before Bobby's time or not. He might. He might so, have some ideas. <laughs> well, the, well, the Sonics haven't been there since what? Since two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Next clue. So oh, yeah, and he he played four hundred and fifty-two regular season games for the Philadelphia that 76ers. Help. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hope somebody at home's getting this because this is different. I'll give you another clue. Uh point guard who went to Michigan State. Michigan State point guard, okay. I was going to say Hersey Hawkins, but he was a two guard, so it's not him. Um, Have you ever watched Eric Snow? Yes, Eric Snow. there you go, G. Come on! <laughs> well played, fair play, mate. Well played. There you go. That's impressive. I was thinking because my first Magic game was against Philadelphia in two thousand and two, 
So I was like, right, what what Philly player can I pick from that roster <laughs> that might get G's brain working That's impressive. on a That's Friday impressive. night? Impressive that you've been attending since Youth. 2002 and impressive that you haven't knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, useless information I have in my head, unfortunately. <laughs> Good lad. Good stuff. Well, Bobby, thank you for joining us. No, thank Appreciate you, so much you uh, sharing your time with us and, and jumping on. So for our listeners, where pe- where can people find you and, and follow you? You can find me on Twitter, um, Sixers Bobby, at Sixers Bobby. It might have changed to Bobby Sixers. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> but you can find me on there, um, usually getting a little bit emotional about Sixers games. So, yeah, if you want to follow that roller coaster feel free <laughs> and, and you mentioned their roller coasters Barbie you're big into your theme parks yeah. aren't you and Orlando's probably your favourite holiday destination That's in it. the world so I don't know why you've changed you've the also got a... but you've also got a yeah. YouTube channel haven't you about uh, theme parks do you want to plug do. that as well I mate? Do. it's uh, at the Bobby Healy on YouTube so yeah like, like you said I like to go to Orlando when we could um, and go and visit the theme parks and stuff like that it's a big hobby of mine so not any in Philadelphia annoyingly but yeah thank you for that no worries uh so just just to wrap up the show um you can find all of our eastern conference previews that paul's written up on our website orlandomagicuk.com so he's broken down the atlantic uh, central and southeast divisions so you can read up on all the teams acquisitions and moves and stuff that they've made during the off season um we're going to take like the next few weeks are going to be a bit quieter with before training camp and preseason starts. We're, we're going to pop out another podcast next week, um, but the content's just going to quiet down for a little bit before we ramp things up once the season starts. So, uh, so there we go. So thank you always for for watching and listening. Um, we'll be recording another episode next week with with a couple more guests. I think the Boston Brit we've got lined up to cut. And the, the next. So uh, we'll be covering those next week. Uh, so for the latest news, uh, visit our website, orlandomagicuk.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Orlando Magic UK. Uh, you can find all of our links, uh, including the NBA League Pass UK, the NBA Store Europe, and Fanatics UK in the description. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, hit the notification button uh, so you don't miss any future episodes. Leave us your comments. Um, and from Garrett and me, until next week, go magic.